0: From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Tuesday, July 26th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Norway rethinks its security in the wake of last week's devastating attacks. Police respond to critics of their operation, but mostly, Norwegians are grieving.
1: Our capital, Oslo, has been a very quiet place and a place for reflection.
0: And Muslims oppose plans by other Muslims for a new mosque in the capital of Kosovo. They do not represent official Islam here, and we should not let them lead the Islamic issues here in our country.
2: These stories and
0: our global hit still to come.
2: BBC News with Sue Montgomery. Police in Norway have begun releasing the names of the 76 people killed in Friday's bomb attack in Oslo and mass shooting on a nearby island. The lawyer for the man who's admitted carrying out the attacks said it was too early to say whether Anish Bering Breivik would plead insanity. But he said his client appeared to think of himself as a warrior. From Oslo, Chris Morris.
1: Bravik has told the police that he's part of an anti-Muslim network, which has two cells in Norway and several more abroad. But the police are casting doubt on all the claims made by the suspect, who's already being assessed by psychiatrists. They will investigate thoroughly, they say, but it's equally likely that he's a deluded fantasist who became a mass murderer. There are still questions to answer. Was the police response quick enough? Could more have been done to intercept Breivik before he struck? The government says everything will be looked into. But now is not the time for recrimination.
2: The Moroccan army says 78 people were killed when a military transport plane crashed into a mountain in the south of the country, just north of the disputed Western Sahara Territory. The army blames the accident on poor weather. Here's Nora Fahim in Rabat. The
0: military plane known as the Hercules C-130 crashed this morning into a mountain near the town Gelmim in the south of Morocco. According to Morocco's official news agency, La MAP, The plane was carrying 81 people and only three have survived. The plane came from Dakhla and was heading towards Kenitla, a town right outside Morocco's capital, Rabat. Some of the soldiers on board were due to meet King Mohammed this Saturday to celebrate his 12th year as king.
2: The official Egyptian news agency says that the former president, Hosni Mubarak, is weak and refusing solid food. The report comes a week before his due-to-stand trial, accused of ordering the killing of protesters. Mr Mubarak was overthrown in February in
1: a popular uprising. John Line reports from Cairo. The report said Mr Mubarak's doctors would decide in the coming hours how to proceed, as his current food intake was not enough to keep him alive. Opposition supporters are sceptical about reports on Hosni Mubarak's health. They believe the authorities are just trying to avoid him going on trial, as scheduled next week. At the same time, there does seem growing evidence that he is an increasingly enfeebled old man.
2: The United States has suspended a $350 million aid programme to Malawi because of concerns that the government there is becoming increasingly authoritarian. The American aid package was intended to improve Malawi's electricity network, but it's dependent on a commitment to good governance. Recent suppression of anti-government protests in Malawi has left 19 people dead. Britain has already suspended aid to Malawi. BBC News. The United Nations fact-finding mission in Libya says the health service in the capital, Tripoli, is under pressure as NATO's bombing campaign against Colonel Gaddafi continues. Some goods are also becoming scarce, as James Reynolds reports
1: from Tripoli. The UN team, which spent a week here, says that it has come across some serious problems. The team's humanitarian coordinator, Lawrence Hart, says that the city's health sector is under strain. Foreign health workers have left and medical supplies, including vaccines, are now running low. In some areas, the UN says that residents of Tripoli are experiencing significant electricity cuts. Food prices are also rising and public transport costs have tripled. The UN says that Libyan oil experts warn that fuel stocks may run out in two weeks' time.